Night Talk with Oliver Dixon. 13 minutes after 10 o'clock, you're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for your time this evening. I'm in conversation with Jonathan Schwartz, a journalist based in Tel Aviv. Jonathan, good evening. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really do appreciate it. Life in Gaza, as as we've known it, it, at least, is significantly worse than it was five days ago. Many, many buildings in the central district having been flattened out, more than 200,000 Palestinians having been fled. At least that's the information that we're getting out. Describe to us what life in mainland Israel is at the moment. Um, are the attacks, at least coming the rocket attacks from Hamas, uh, continuing in the way they did at the start of uh, the, the the military attacks five days ago? Uh, there are less long-range attacks. It seems that the IAF uh, attacks have succeeded, would seem, in uh, eliminating most of Hamas's long-range launches. Rocket attacks are still being launched at Tel Aviv in the center of the country, but not with the same frequency that they were two or three days ago. The frequency has gone down. There are still a significant amount of of rocket attacks against uh, the parts of the country that are closer to Gaza, meaning the the agricultural settlements, the kibbutzim and the moshavim and the towns that are within a, a, a 20 or 30 kilometer range from Gaza. And that includes two large cities, Ashkelon, which is about 10 Ks from Gaza, which is over 100,000 people, and Ashdod, which is about 20 Ks from Gaza, which has over about 200,000 people. So those are the two big cities that are still being hit quite frequently. The Tel Aviv area is still coming under rocket attack, but as I said, not with the same frequency as we saw uh, on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and at, at the moment, uh, which have been the hardest hit parts of the country by Hamas? Uh, the area what's called the, 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 the area fairly close to the Gaza Strip would be called Otef Aza. That's like the, the Gaza envelope, meaning the areas that are about up to 30 kilometers from the Gaza border. You have, uh, uh, you have uh, the, the town of Zderot, which was actually one of the places that the, that the that the Gaza troops actually managed to enter, and and they were and they were faced to there was a face to face combat with IDF troops there that lasted more than twenty four hours before before they were cleared out, and uh, all the kibbutzim and mostly kibbutzim uh, collective agricultural settlements that are sort of very close to the border five kilometers six kilometers ten kilometers. And those were the areas that the Hamas uh, troops were able to fully occupy. And now that they've been liberated uh, for the last 24 hours, been liberated by the IDF, the full extent of what happened there is now becoming clear. And there are at least two kibbutzim. Uh, one is called Be'eri and one is Re'im and Kfar Aza. Those three, sorry, three kibbutzim where one can say have basically ceased to exist. Because the kibbutzim are not big, they're, they're, they're small agricultural, you know, villages, are collective villages, maybe two, three, four hundred people, and in each of those places, close to a hundred people were killed. Yeah, uh, uh, literally murdered by after after the Hamas took it over. They just went on a rampage, and in each of these so in each of these uh, places, uh, between fifty to hundred of the civilians. When women and children were were, were killed, 
some of the bodies have even been found where um, where they were tied and then they were they were like executed after they'd been really tied up. Yeah, a so few, a few hours these, ago, these, these people have basically ceased to exist. I mean, they've lost half their people. A few hours ago, uh, Hamas rockets had targeted Tel Aviv and Central Israel. You are in Tel Aviv. Um, do you do yes. you have any information around the, the 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 rocket strikes on Tel Aviv in Tel Aviv? Um, as I say, uh, they're coming not with the frequency that it that it was. Definitely, you hear the sirens. So if you're in, a, you have a safe room in your apartment, you go into the safe room, or at least you're supposed to. People are sort of used to the drill by now. We, you know, this is not the first time this has happened. Tel Aviv has been come under rocket fire before the two, three, five years ago. So it's not as if people are not used to it. Um, those people live in new apartment buildings where every apartment has its own security room. It's it's not 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 a major problem there. Those who have to run downstairs to a shell a, 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 a public shelter, it's more difficult. But uh, as I say, it's 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 not the frequency that's causing a kind of panic. Uh, people are going about their lives. Okay, the, a lot of businesses are closed. The government's declared a state of war, so people tend to be more at home. Schools are closed. Uh, it's not pleasant, that's for sure. But certainly can't be compared to the hell that the people near Gaza are going through. In the first uh, two days, especially now, last two hours where, the, as I said, the amount of fire land, uh, aimed at the Tel Aviv area is still there, but it's certainly it's less than it was to 48 hours ago, definitely. In the first two days of the attacks, it was claimed that both the IDF as well as Hamas had uh, respectively targeted civilian areas. Uh, how much of the information that is, uh, that is coming out of uh, both Gaza as well as, 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 as Israel and Jerusalem at the moment indicates that uh, very specifically civilian institutions and civilian areas like schools, hospitals and towns have been targeted by either side? Right. Okay. The, uh, regarding the Hamas attack on Israel, it's clear the vast majority of casualties are civilians. So far, according to the latest figures, the uh, we have uh, the the IDF is reporting and the government about fifteen hundred Israelis dead. We don't know exactly how many. About fifteen hundred dead. The vast majority of those, as I said, were civilians living in the settlements that were fairly close to the Gaza border, mostly the kibbutzim, the moshavim, and the few small towns, Derot being the one that's closest. That's where the, and these were all civilian targets. The issue was that there were almost no military targets for Hamas to hit initially, because that was why they succeeded, <clears throat> because about a few days before the attack, uh, the IDF was ordered by the government to redeploy the, the, the uh, uh, half the divisions in Gaza to the West Bank because of the issues in the West Bank with the settlers. Uh, the, the Israeli government, which, as you know, is a very right-wing government and which the settlers have a, have, have a, have a significant voice. The parties that support the, 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 the settlements in the West Bank have a significant voice. So the IDF was ordered to redeploy uh, at least half of the divisions that were in the Gaza area to the West Bank. And that's why they were, the Hamas were able to break through so easily. There were almost no troops to defend yeah. the settlements because they were all been redeployed to the West Bank. 
and they're not and the replacements hadn't had time to come there so they got they hit the civilian target straight away they could just cut cut through the few idea forces there like a knife because there, there were almost no idea forces and so straight away the civilian targets were attacked the yeah. civilian settlements yeah when i have to leave it there with you jonathan this evening i really do appreciate it jonathan swatch a journalist based in tel aviv we're going to take a break on the other side of this we continue the conversation 23 minutes after 10 o'clock, you're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for your time this evening. I really do appreciate it. What has the last five days in Gaza been like? The IDF, a lot more armed and a lot more resourced than Hamas, have been striking back at Gaza, wiping out buildings in the central district, um, targeting very specifically uh, uh, certain buildings, uh, and flattening it out, in fact, a promise made by the Israeli defense minister that Gaza will be unrecognizable when they are done with it, which is a clear indication that they want to wipe it out effectively. But what is it like at the moment? What are the sentiments on the ground? Uh, What is life in Gaza like at the moment? The refugees that are fleeing, where are they fleeing from specifically in Gaza and where are they fleeing to very specifically? Ifrahim Banda, a journalist with the SABC Channel Africa, is coming to us live from Gaza. Ifrahim, good evening and thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Um, where in Gaza are you uh, and are the rocket attacks or at least the strikes from the IDF continuing at this hour? Yeah, thank you so much uh, for uh, for having me this uh, evening. And uh, uh, I'm really at the middle of Gaza uh, here and uh, still, uh, the situation is still pathetic and uh, very, very, very pathetic. That uh, as we are speaking right over here, we are in dark and uh, no, uh, no water and uh, no food. You can't find food anyhow here. And if you would want to find food, it means you have to leave the city of Gaza into the interior places is when you can get a little bit the food but um, since in the morning we have been hearing uh, the airstrike uh, the bombs uh, flowing over and uh, sometimes we uh, we nearly we nearly uh, were about to be uh, to be shot with the uh, with the airstrike that Israel is firing uh, with the Palestina here in Gaza and um the, the, the issues um, it's really pathetic and uh, uh, we we should really we really need a lot uh, good interventions to be made uh, currently as the death toys really uh, uh, as we have seen so many people on the lying the, the, the bodies lying on the ground so uh, it's really pathetic actually yeah. uh, here in Gaza Ephraim, are you safe where are you yeah, I'm very safe. Uh, I'm very safe, and uh, I'm just uh, hiding. I'm hiding myself uh, in in one of the buildings here, uh, whereby at least it's being protected by the UN. Uh, so we are really safe. And uh, as I'm talking to you here, I'm with one of the uh, uh, the humanitarian uh, activist uh, who is uh, he's from Malawi, and uh, uh, he has travelled all the way from Africa. And uh, he's here again in Gaza. Uh, we are together here in Gaza. And uh, uh, as I'm talking to you here, we are together. Mm. And uh, he has also seen the situation. And uh, if you would like to uh, ask him two, three things, uh, two, three, three uh, questions, I think uh, 
uh, he would be able again to explain according to his expertise as a humanitarian activist. Just, just, just on that, uh, the water supply into into Gaza has been shut down. The gas supply into Gaza has been shut down. Similarly, uh, electricity has has been cut down, and there are reports of uh, humanitarian aid not being able to reach Gaza at the moment. Um, do you know what the situation is as far as doctors, uh, medical emergency staff uh, being able to access? Uh, uh, people who who are either hurt or uh, are in danger. Is there any access to them at this moment by humanitarian organizations? Well, uh, what I would say is that uh, it's too dif- it's too difficult uh, for um, uh, for those people who have been injured to get uh, medication. Looking out that uh, uh, Israel continues to be firing their rockets, uh, the airstrike. So um, very few people, because others again are fighting uh, these. Um, uh, doctors, some of the doctors uh, who, uh, who would want to help these people uh, are failing to uh, uh, to help these people, fearing that uh, they might also be shot uh, with the uh, with the airstrike that Israel is doing. Um, but um, even some of the hospitals uh, that we have managed to visit around the uh, around here in Gaza, it has been so congested, very, very congested, as uh, I'm talking to you uh, when I was talking to uh, this humanitarian uh, activist from Malawi, uh, uh, Christopher, um, has told me that uh, he has also visited some of the places and has seen that the the hospitals are very, very congested and um, the work is too huge for the doctors here in Gaza. Ephraim, you mentioned that there's Access to food is few and far between. Access to water is nearly impossible at this moment. Um, where you are right now, you guys are being protected by the United Nations, at least. I'm assuming that means uh, that at least uh, journalists um, have some access to food and water. But ordinary Palestinians, how have they been going about over the last 48 hours? Yeah, I think it has been very difficult for them to get the food and get water uh as you have already said that uh, us as journalists here we are well protected uh though some of uh, the journalists we are talking about the number of the journalists about seven journalists have been died have been shot dead uh have died uh, mostly these are the palestinian journalists who have uh who make the fate uh, during the uh, the, uh, the 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 airstrike of the israelites so uh, some of us we are we are really safe and these some of the uh, the journalists who have been killed who have died they were in the uh they were they were at their uh their generous gaps uh but still more they faced their fate uh but the ordinary uh, palestinians here it's too difficult for them to get the food others uh, we were also trying to give them water they they get from water uh we, i managed to to give some food i think to 10 children here uh the food that i was to eat myself i had to share with the children it's really pathetic pathetic my brother uh, you can even if you would want again to prove that one you can also talk to uh this humanitarian yeah. activist uh christopher milele whom has just joined with me here yeah, yeah. Uh, together. We, we unfortunately don't have much time left, but I do want to ask this. Early on in our conversation when we started off, you mentioned that dead bodies are laying around just about everywhere. Is that the case where you are? If you go outside right now, are dead bodies what you will be seeing on the ground? 
Yeah, actually, uh, we, we show some dead bodies uh, lying on the ground uh, because people, they're failing to come and correct the, these bodies, fearing that uh, they also they can also be killed. So we were watching. When we stand uh, at the... Um, uh, the, 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 uh, the, at the hotel that where we are, uh, you can see easily, you can see easily that the bodies are lying down and uh, Gaza has been destroyed, completely destroyed. And uh, it will take, maybe it will take years for Gaza to come back, maybe to rebuild, for them yeah. to build back the city. But uh, actually this time, it's too difficult, my brother. We, we hear of at least 200 Palestinians having fled. Um, where, where, are they, where are they going? Where are Palestinians refugees going to at the moment? Actually, we, there is one school here in Gaza that uh, is an international school that has been taken over by the, uh, the UN. So it's a place that, uh, uh, that these uh, Palestinians are, uh, are hiding at these ones. And uh, it's really full packed. As we are talking here, uh, is that the latest update, as we are talking to you, is that uh, almost 22 US, US citizens have been confirmed dead. Uh, uh, have been confirmed dead here in, in Gaza. Ifram, I'm going to have to leave it there with you, but I, 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 I do want to say, look, I hope that you remain safe and, 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 and make it out of there safely. And, and really, I appreciate the work that you're doing right now. Um, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. We are really, uh, for your prayers, we'll be safe. Don't worry. Thank you so much, Ifrayim Banda, journalist for SABC's Channel Africa. I'm taking your reactions to that. Send me your WhatsApp voice note on 0614-104-107. 0614-104-107. Let's take a break. We continue the show on the other side of this.